Praise the Lord. Why don't we just stand just for a moment? Why don't we just lift our hands in surrender to the Lord? Lord, there is none like Thee. Lord, our hands are lifted high in surrender to Thee. Oh Lord, we open our hearts to You tonight to receive from You, O oh God. We need You more than life itself, O oh Lord Jesus. O oh God, let our hearts be full of faith, believing, O oh God, for something greater, and more mightier, Lord Jesus, than we have ever experienced before, O oh God. You are a supernatural God. You are a God that does not change, O oh Lord Jesus. And you desire to meet with your people when they gather together. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you for standing. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. There's a wonderful presence of the Lord here tonight. Just, just love the Lord so much. He's done so much for me. I'm going to take a different course in the way I preach this message tonight. I hope that's okay with you. I don't know if anybody knows, but I'm a postman. And we have to do it the way that we're asked to do it at work. Just like there is no shortcuts in serving God. Regardless of who you are or how wonderful you may think you are. There is no prize for giving up when things get rough. Only those that endure to the end will be saved. Those that have the endurance to run this race and the courage to hold on and to do it God's way will be saved. I ride a motorcycle Monday to Friday. I have a set path or a set route, we could say, that I ride on every day being a postman, the one that delivers the bills. We all love the postman. There are so many obstacles that I encounter every day, ranging from cars that just reverse out of driveways and do not look what's behind them first. And off comes the postman off the bike. I didn't see you but I'm all in yellow and I'm fluoro and I'm dressed up. I didn't see you. Through the slippery driveways, uneven ground, dogs that just want to chase you and then bite you when they catch you. Posties have to endure, endure much in their profession of work. The rain, the strong winds, hail, and the extremely hot days where it feels like your head is being cooked inside your helmet. Makes you want to be a postie, doesn't it? When I first leave the first delivery point where I work, I choose to travel. I could choose to travel on many different paths or routes to get to my first delivery point. But I choose to take the most safest and the most quickest route that has been provided for me. I choose to travel on this path every day because there is no other way to get from point A to point B. So with that thought in mind, I want to preach, preach to you on this thought. No other way. No other way. When we begin to trace the footsteps of Jesus while he was on earth, we can see clearly the way that he took 
to get from one place to another. In his early life, we know that he was born in Bethlehem of Judea, and his birth was welcomed or celebrated by the wise men that came from far. Jesus was then taken by night into Egypt by his parents to escape the decree that King Herod had given as he had charged his soldiers to kill all children that were two years and under after he knew that he had been mocked of the wise men. If Joseph had not hearkened to the angel's command that night and fled into Egypt, the soldiers may have killed or destroyed the Christ child. Jesus was then taken back to Nazareth after the day of King Herod. Then from Nazareth, both Jesus and his parents traveled to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover feast, where we find Jesus in the temple at the age of 12, asking the rabbis questions concerning the law and giving them answers to the questions that they had. From Jerusalem, Jesus and his parents traveled back to Nazareth, where he spent most of his early life, where he increased in wisdom and stature. We read that Jesus traveled from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John the Baptist when he was about 30 years of age. He didn't need to be baptized by John because he was sinless. He had done nothing wrong. But he was baptized by John to fulfill all righteousness and to leave every believer that wishes to be saved from the judgment to come an example to follow. God has provided the safest way to travel on. We must do our very best to stay on the path that he has provided for us. Don't allow your circumstances to dictate the way you take because ultimately it will lead you to the place where you choose to spend eternity, either in God's presence forever or separated from God's presence throughout all eternity. Jesus didn't come just for the sake of it. He didn't suffer on the cross because he enjoyed being tortured. But he came to save you and he came to save me. There is absolutely no other way to escape the judgment that is coming upon this earth. Jesus said, I am the door. I am the door. But by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. The only way to heaven is through Christ Jesus. He is the door to the sheepfold. Those who come for salvation to God through Christ shall obtain it. He shall be saved. He shall have his sins blotted out. Mine were many, but my sins have been blotted out by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we need the blood applied to our life daily. His soul shall be purified and himself preserved unto eternal life. None of us can save ourselves from our wrongs. But we need the blood of Jesus applied to our lives through baptism. It doesn't matter if you've been walking with God for many years or if you've just begun your journey. You still need the blood of God daily to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. God has provided an avenue of escape. It is our responsibility to make sure that we have ticked all the appropriate boxes. There will not be a second chance for those that have chosen to disobey God's provided way. For it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. It's your responsibility to make yourself ready for his soon return. 
Once you die, it's too late to go back and change the choices that you have made. Serve God today. Do it God's way and be ready for His soon return. Why don't we clap unto the Lord and give Him all the praise and all the honor. Thank you, Jesus, for making that way possible for us. Hallelujah. When Jesus was about 31 years of age, He he traveled from town to town. And then he came to Nazareth, where we read that he entered into the temple and read from the the book of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The world despises the poor, but Jesus chooses to preach the good news to those that do not have it. Hallelujah. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. When Jesus read this portion of Scripture, He fulfilled this prophecy that we also find in the book of Isaiah 61. But He took it one step further by quoting Isaiah 42.7 as well, that there was coming a day and a time when the captives would have their liberty. Those that were bound would be released from their debts and obligations. According to Leviticus 25, the acceptable year of the Lord is a manifest allusion to the proclaiming of the year of Jubilee by the sounding of the trumpet. The year of Jubilee happened every 50th year. God commanded the Israelites through Moses was the keeping of Jubilee. The the most people this, for most people, this celebration only happened once in their lifetime, as it occurred every 50 years. At this year of Jubilee, all the Israelites who had sold themselves into slavery were set free, and all the land had been sold reverted back to its original owners. This also meant that no Israelite could remain in, in, in slavery permanently, nor could any Israelite permanently lose their inheritance. The English word Jubilee comes from the Hebrew word Yobel, meaning a trumpet sound. A ram's horn trumpets were blown on the Day of Atonement to announce the start of the year of Jubilee. For some reason, the translators didn't translate the Hebrew word Yobel into English, but instead created the word Jubilee in its place. So Jubilee has now passed into the English language, and we have the year of Jubilee rather than the year of trumpets. It is significant to note that the year of Jubilee began on the day of repentance with the cleansing and the forgiveness of the Lord. The year of Jubilee also provided a new beginning for released slaves and landowners. This is God's way, not man's. The 50th year on God's calendar brought about freedom to many that were in bondage. God gave his people a chance to start over Again, I'm so glad that the Lord gave me a second chance to start over and to begin a life worth living for. To have their debts forgiven and to be released from bondage and slavery that they were in. There is a similar parallel in the New Testament, but we don't have to wait 50 years to be released from our bondage. We don't have to wait 50 years to have our wrongs forgiven and to start again. 
God has provided the means, the avenue of escape from the judgment that is to come. We don't have to wait 50 years to be set free. But we can be set free right now, tonight, of those things that keep us in captivity. Don't get caught with your sin hanging around your shoulder when the Lord comes back. Today is the day of restoration. God will forgive if you are willing to forgive others. Don't wait 50 years to be set free. Make it right today with God and with man. There is no other way to be released from your sins and to have your debt cancelled forever but through the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus didn't deviate off the path when he traveled from town to town preaching the gospel, but he stayed on the path that his father had provided for him to walk on. We read the account of Jesus' first miracle while, in, while he was in Cana of Galilee, where he turned the water into wine, where he turned the water into wine again before going up to Jerusalem to attend the Passover feast as every male Jew was required to attend this feast. So Jesus, in obedience, went up to observe it. We also read that Jesus cleansed the temple by driving out many that sold and traded in the temple through to the conversion that Jesus had with a ruler called Nicodemus concerning the new birth. Basically, Jesus told Nicodemus, if you want to go to heaven, that he had to be born again of water and spirit. There is no shortcut, Nicodemus. There is no shortcut, brother. There is no shortcut, sister. It's God's way, not our way. Hallelujah. There is no shortcut, Nicodemus, in entering my kingdom. No other way but the way that I have provided for you and the rest of the world. It's not a natural birth, Nicodemus, but it's a supernatural birth. It's a second birth, a second chance to start over and to be set free from slavery. The natural man will die. Saints, I've got news for you. If the Lord tarries, we're going to die. We need to make sure that our election is sure tonight, that we have ticked all the appropriate boxes. There's no second chance. But we make, must make sure that we are ready. The natural man will die and return to the dust from which he came. But the regenerated man, the born again man, will rise to meet the Lord in the clouds when he comes back for all that have obeyed his word. Oh, what a day that will be for those that have prepared themselves right now for his soon return. Jesus is coming back, church, and we need to be ready to meet him when he comes. Our garments must be without spot and without blemish. We must have on the king's clothing if we want to enter into his supper. God provided the way for Nicodemus to be saved. And it is still the same way for everyone today that comes to God. We must be born again to be saved. We must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to have our sins washed away. We must be filled with His Spirit. Flesh and blood cannot enter into the spiritual kingdom of God. 
but something has to change on earth. God has provided the avenue, the way of escape by being born again of water and spirit. You will not find another way in the world, in the word on how to be saved, but by having the name of Jesus Christ applied to your life. This is what Jesus meant when he told Nicodemus, you must be born again of water and spirit. There is no other way to get from earth to heaven but by Jesus. I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to be here when things begin to happen as they're already starting to. I want to be ready to meet the, the Lord in the air when He comes back. Why don't we just lift our hands for one moment and thank the Lord for saving us, for setting us free. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy. We thank You for that way that You have provided for us, O oh God. We thank You, O oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We also read in the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verse 4, that Jesus went out of his way to go through Samaria just to find a Samaritan woman that had come to the well in the middle of the day to draw water. Being a Samaritan, she didn't come to the well with the other women, as the Jews had no dealing with the Samaritans in those days. Jesus didn't have a bucket to draw water with, but simply said to the woman, Give me to drink. Jesus knew exactly what this woman was in desperate need of. The water that this woman came to the well every day for was for the physical body. But Jesus was offering this woman something much greater than she first thought or realized. Jesus chose to go through Samaria to offer this woman the water of life, salvation. She didn't understand at first what Jesus meant. As she said to Jesus, Sir, the well is deep, and thou hast nothing to draw with. She didn't understand what Jesus was trying to tell her. But Jesus quickly explained to her in John 4, 13, it says, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life the woman said unto him sir as soon as she realized what jesus was talking about sir give me this water to drink that i come not here to this well no more it's time for some of us here to let down our bucket into that well and draw from the well of our salvation to have our soul replenished with everlasting water thank you jesus this woman met the Savior of the world at the well. She became a saved, saved woman at the well when she realized who was speaking to her. And she also became a soul winner by the testimony that she said to others. Because those in Samaria came out to meet the Messiah. We must be filled with the Holy Ghost to be saved. Romans 8, 9 tells us if we do not have the Spirit of Christ dwelling in us, we don't belong to God. We don't belong to God. The only way to get from point A being earth to point B being heaven is to be born again in the name of Jesus Christ. 
No other name whereby we must be saved. This is God's way. God's only provided way. Or the way we think that it should be. It's not. It's God's way. His way is perfect. His way is the most safest. His way will get you to heaven. His way is the correct road map. His map is the, the road map and the GPS system that will lead us directly to Him. If you desire to experience true freedom and to be pardoned from your past, you must be born again according to the Scripture. There is no other way in the Scripture throughout the whole Bible to be saved. We also read that Jesus traveled from Capernaum to Jerusalem for the Passover feast, where he encountered a lame man sitting at the pool of Bethesda, waiting for an angel to come at a certain season and trouble the water so he could receive his miracle of healing. This man was 38 years of age who had never walked. Many would have seen this man daily, sitting at the pool, year after the year, day after day, but no one helped him into the pool when the, the waters became agitated by the angel's presence. Until. Until. Jesus came to the pool looking for someone to make whole. Someone here needs a touch from God. But more than that, they need to surrender their God totally. You can't walk in both worlds, but you must give yourself to God wholly and solely. Wilt thou be made whole, my friend, Jesus said. But sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. I want to remind someone right now. You have, you can have Jesus in your life tonight. Your miracle is not in man's traditions. And neither will you find your miracle of salvation in man's wisdom. But you will find everything that you need in Jesus only. In Jesus only. If you need healing tonight, it's in the name of Jesus. If you need salvation, it's in the name of Jesus. If you need a refreshing tonight, you need Jesus. If you're dry and you're empty and you like that desert ground, let the rain from heaven fall upon you and it will bring forth a new life in you. All you need is Jesus. Jesus knows the exact way that you take every day. His eye is upon you. Stop trying to do it your way and take the way that God has provided for all mankind. Jesus said, I am the way, not our way, but the way of salvation. No man cometh unto the Father but by Him. You can't save yourself, church, but we need Jesus today. Not every road will lead you to heaven. But Jesus has left us the road map that leads directly to Him. What road, I ask you tonight, what road have you chosen to follow this day? Are you sure that you're on the right path that leads you to your eternal reward? In conclusion, Jesus traveled from Bethany to Jerusalem where He would share the Passover with His disciples. And from there he came to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he prayed and later was betrayed by his friend, Judas Iscariot, which was one of the twelve that he had chosen. Jesus was betrayed by a kiss 
and then arrested and led away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where he was accused of many things and false accusations that were brought against him. Jesus was mocked by Herod because Herod hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. And then he went back to Pontius Pilate, where he received the sentence of death, being an innocent man. He was innocent, but he came to save you and he came to save me. He came to offer the way to eternal life. There is no other way, church, that we can go but on the path that Jesus has provided for us. The Roman soldiers put a crown of thorns on his head, spat on him, slapped him across the face, put a scepter in his right hand. They mocked him, and then they worshipped him before leading him to the place called Golgotha, or Calvary Hill. From Jerusalem up to Mount Calvary, Jesus stayed on the path which his Father had prepared for him. Not my will, but thine be done only to be crucified by those that he came to save. By the death of Jesus Christ, the veil of the temple has been rent from top to bottom, allowing all that come to God to have their sins forgiven. A second chance at life. A chance to start over. The way into the holy of holies was now open to all who would come unto him. Jesus opened the way for all to be saved from the judgment to come. Jesus gave the roadmap on how to enter into his kingdom to Nicodemus. It hasn't changed, my friends, but it remains the same way to all generations. It's the same way we must be born again of water and spirit to be saved. No one has to wait 50 years to be released from the snare of sin anymore. But you can have freedom right now, tonight. The trumpet only sounded on the 50th year, which signified the year of Jubilee. God gave His people a chance to start over again, to have their debts forgiven and to be released from bondage and slavery. The Greek word for trumpet is kirox, which there is coming a day when the trumpet will sound. It will sound so great. It will sound. It's going to sound, church. Are you ready to meet God right now? There is no second chance when the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. To meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah. Only those that have prepared themselves and done it God's way will be saved when the trumpet sounds. We need to be ready, church. Now is the day of salvation. Today is the day harden not your heart against the Holy Ghost. It will be a glorious day of celebration for all those that have chosen to do it God's way. There is no other way to be saved to get to heaven. 
The plan of salvation has not changed from the day Peter preached it on the day of Pentecost. But it remains the same today for you and for this world and for this city and for your mom and for your dad and for your uncle and for your cousin and who it is. You need to tell them today is the day of salvation. No other way to be saved, to escape the judgment that is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This message is not just for those that have been born again and filled with His Spirit. But this message is for you to take to your family, to your friends, to your work colleagues, or whoever it is, your schoolmate that sits and smokes and drinks. They need to know about Jesus right now. Tell them about the way. There is no other way to be saved but by the blood of Jesus Christ. They need you right now. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, if there's someone here tonight who needs something from God, I don't want you to hesitate, but I want you to step out in faith and come quickly to the front. Don't let this pass you by because Jesus is not willing to pass you by. But He's willing to meet with you tonight. Don't wait 50 years for that trumpet to sound. You can have your deliverance right now. You can have your miracle right now. Whatever it is, you can have it right now. God is no respecter of person. It doesn't matter where you've been, but it matters that you're here right now to receive something from God. Hallelujah. Can I please have a musician? Jesus. Hallelujah. In the book of Numbers, when the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron about the way, because it was rugged, it was hard, it was narrow. Sometimes, don't look at what's going on around you. Keep your eye on the one that's going to bring you home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't we lift our hands and invite God. Oh Jesus, help us in this last day, oh God. Oh Lord, not to become complacent, oh God. Oh Lord, if you'll be satisfied, oh Lord, with the little things, oh God. But oh God, to remember, oh God, there is no other way mentioned or given, oh Lord, how to be saved, oh God, but the way that you have provided through your death, burial, and resurrection, oh God, and by the veil being torn, the Holy Ghost was poured out to all. Hallelujah, Jesus. Unto us and to them, oh God, and as many as the Lord our God shall call. Hakashaka yandalaba.